This is Basement Gaming episode 73. Welcome, dear listener. My name is Herb, and, and I'm joined by my dear cousin Brigham. Well, hello there. This episode, Brigham and I discuss a new World of Warcraft expansion. And he tries to convince me to start my subscription once again. If you enjoy the show, give us a follow on Twitter at BasementGaming9 and on your podcast listening app of choice. With formalities out of the way, welcome to Basement Gaming. Christmas part two. Is this what's happening today? <laughs> yeah, this is like Christmas and my birthday just like rolled into one. It's magical. I, Dude, I love been, expansion announcement days. They're my favorite. I feel like for the past, I don't know, six months or so, you you've just been on a downturn with WoW. You've just been it's like you you were on a break with like a long term relationship, you know, it's just like seeing other people, not ta- not really talking. Maybe you talk every once in a while and you're civil. But you haven't really been happy with your relationship with WoW recently, and I, and I feel like this is this is a turning point for you. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I still play the game. I still have friends that play the game, which makes me still enjoy it to an extent. But it's definitely gotten to a point where you know the game is not what it used to be. You know what I mean? Like it's just, they've made so many changes, so many different quote unquote modern modernizations of the game that it didn't really feel like the game I loved and. I have felt like in this weird spot where I was just playing other stuff, trying to find other games to play, other MMOs to play. We, we, we all tried out New World, right? And Lost Ark. Had our little flings with those MMOs, but it, it, it feels good to to come home. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so for those of you that don't know, today is uh, April 19th, and Blizzard announced a new World of Warcraft expansion called, what is it? What is it? Dragonflight. Yep, Dragonflight. Uh, it was rumored for a while now that it was going to be something dragons related. Um, there was actually some art art that leaked a few weeks ago of Dragonflight, and there was also on the Blizzard website there was some like endpoints, like in the API, that had references to like uh, a Dragonflight like website, like World of Warcraft slash Dragonflight. So we all know it's going to be dragon related, but still seeing all the different uh, features and what they're planning for this expansion uh, was really great to see. All right. So let's, let's start off here, I guess. Do, do you have any idea what the lore behind this dragon fight thing? That was my that was my initial question. While I was watching the cinematic. Pretty, pretty good cinematic. Not not my favorite, but you know, it's yeah. up there. Uh what is this? What is this about? What are we doing here in terms of lore? Just give us just quick, quick overview of like what does Dragonflight mean in terms of WoW lore? Yeah. So essentially, with this with this expansion, the premise of the expansion is that there is this place called the Dragon Isles, and the Dragon Isles have been rumored in the game for a long time. In fact, there was a part in the, in there was a land zone, a zone in in vanilla World of Warcraft labeled as a Dragon Isles, but was never used. They started doing implementation work on it, and then they gave up on it, and it's just been sitting there forever. So this idea of the Dragon Isles being a thing has has existed in the lore for a long time, but but lore-wise, what it is is an island that has been shrouded by the Titan Watchers. Um, if you don't know, the Titans are the ones who created all the different planets, including Azeroth. And so 
they've sh- sh- they, this is like ten thousand years ago. They shrouded it in fog. Nobody knew nobody knew it existed. Uh, but if you've been paying attention, the past two out expansions, the planet Azeroth has been under attack by multiple different enemies throughout the past couple expansions, and so Azeroth, the soul of Azeroth, has been greatly damaged, which has caused the Watchers to awake and to reignite this beam on the Dragon Isles, calling back the different dragon flights, or sorry, the different dragon aspects, uh, which essentially are in, are in charge of different functions of Azeroth to heal her and to protect Azeroth and things like that. So essentially what we're going to be doing is coming to this new zone, meeting the different dragon aspects, learning about them, because there's a lot of mystery and a lot of things we don't know about the different dragon aspects, and ultimately trying to save Azeroth. That's the original premise. I'm sure once we actually get there and start doing work, a protagonist may appear. I'm not super... And I'm not I'm not super well versed in the lore, so I, I don't know all the details about it. But that's the that's the general premise of the game. Okay. So I, I would say personally, like it's not as exciting as Battle for Azeroth, which was like Horde versus yeah. Alliance, you know, or even Shadowlands, which was like going to the afterlife was really cool. Like this is a very high fantasy, back to basics kind of World of Warcraft lore, in, in my opinion. I remember but, when the when a Battle for Azeroth trailer came out and it was at BlizzCon, like just hearing the cheers of the people when they said like, you know, for the Horde and like all the Horde players in the crowd just like yelling super loud and it was like, for the Alliance and then not as many people, but people, people yeah. <laughs> yelled out for <laughs> you. A <right>? dozen, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it didn't feel, I didn't feel like that kind of hype in terms of like lore story from this, but anyway, we don't really, who plays World of Warcraft for lore. Yeah, who reads quests? You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, let's get into the nitty gritty a little bit here. Um, I'm You sent me this link. I was, I'm kind of perusing. Mm-hmm. So, I guess the first thing that comes up is uh, Dragon Rider. So, let's, yeah. let's pick like two or three ma- major things that are going to happen in this extension. Let's start with Dragon Rider. Let's, what's okay. that going to be about? So, yeah, so there's a few new things in, in, in this expansion. I do want to preface this, though. We'll kind of talk about this as we go on. But this expansion is a lot less about adding a bunch of new systems like the last couple expansions were and a lot more about just expanding on the game itself, if that makes sense. So a lot of this, so it may, there's not going to be any flashy new system like Shadowlands had, you know, the covenants and had, uh, you know, conduit powers and renowned system. You know, there's a bunch of different systems, right? Same thing with Battle for Azeroth. Battle for Azeroth had Azerite gear and things like that. This is much more like they're sticking with the basics. They're revamping old systems and they're adding a few new things that even the new things they're adding on aren't really totally new. Like So, for example, this dragon uh, flight system. It's a flying system in the game that they're adding that instead of just, you know, normal flying World of Warcraft is like playing a game with no clip turned on, right? With zero gravity, just kind of like point the mouse in a direction and and you just press space bar and you if, as long as you keep moving that direction you you'll go in that direction right so yep. this dragon flight it adds momentum it adds gravity to flying you know so it's more like gliding around you'll have like a speed boost you can like do dive bombs uh you know it's it's a lot more complex the flying system in the game so they're just like boosting the complexity behind something simple like movement in this game it's yeah, not, exactly. it's not it, it, okay you're not about to like start having fights in the air are we 
Like, um, not that I've seen. I mean, maybe that's a possibility in the future, but it seems like this is just more for like exploration, uh, a new flying mechanic. And, and this is something that you don't have to unlock at, at max level. You, you get this at the very beginning of the game. So at the very begin- beginning of the expansion, you jump in there, you'll have a dragon, which you get to customize by, by color, by shape of its like horns, whatever, if you really want to have horns, you know, different things like that. And you do kind of train the dragon over time to make it maybe fly faster or glide longer or get a speed boost, you know, things like that. But uh-huh. you'll, you'll get it at the very beginning and you can kind of start playing around with it, which is All pretty right, cool. So this is just like a fun little RPG thing you can do. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so we're starting light here. Okay, no, we're starting light. Right, let, let's go a little deeper here. Uh, I'm seeing... Okay, so new level cap. Okay, that's a given. Level 70. Yeah, level 70. Uh, new talent system. What is this now? Yeah, so this is what I'm talking about, how they're, they're focusing on revamping permanent systems instead of just adding new temporary systems. So they were getting talent trees back, just like Classic WoW. You know what I mean? Yep. So gone is the... Uh, current talent system where there's like six rows and there's three talents per row and you choose a talent on each row. Now it's going to be, you have two different talent trees. You'll have a talent tree for your class and a talent tree for your spec. And as you level up, you'll be getting talent points and then you can spend them in either one of those trees. And the talent, the class talent tree is more, you know, class abilities, utility, things like that. And then the spec tree, you know, is, is going to be, whatever that specialization is for. So, you know, uh, Frost Mage will have a tree for Mage and tree for Frost, and the Frost Talent Tree will have abilities for, you know, damage dealing. And a Priest Healing Tree would have talent points for for healing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think and so, yeah. I, I'm a little I'm a little torn here because I actually kind of liked the current talent system. I didn't hate it. Hmm. I felt like well, it, it kind of streamlined it, made it, a little simpler, especially for people like me that are just like, all right, just just tell me which ability to take, you know? Where it's like with these, it's like I guess it's a little bit more work, which could be good, could be bad. We'll see. We'll have to see how yeah. it kind of feels. I I don't know. For me, yeah, I didn't have anything wrong. I didn't have any problems with the current tree. I just felt like it was, it was just like making one thing a little simpler in a sea of very complicated systems, you know. So yeah, I, and I would say in a world where we had like in Shadowlands where there was like soulbind trees and there were you know different um or or Battle for Azeroth, you had like Azerite pieces with multiple choices. When you have all those different choices spread among multiple systems, yeah, the talent tree you want to be relatively simple. But I think since we aren't going to be having those systems in the game, I think it is good to have the talent trees for more customization. Uh, for what you're saying. The fact that you can save a save a loadout's nice. They even have an option to import loadouts, so I'm assuming you can go to like the icy veins, get like a string, and like import it into the game, so you don't have to worry about you know oh did I choose the right talents or something like that. You know what I mean? And then you can save it as like a you can save it as a loadout. Um, but yeah, I see what you're saying. I think for max level, the current talent system works fine. Uh, the problem with the current talent system is that when you level up, it kind of sucks to go like 10 levels before you get a new talent. Yeah. At least with the talent yeah. trees, you'll get like a little, even if it's like a minor thing, you'll get something every time you level up. Mm-hmm. More rewards along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess and they also had mentioned too, like the cool thing about the new talent system is that they'll let people be able to uh, have like hybrid specs. So you can put some talent points into 
I don't really know how those will work yet, but they made it sound like you can be like, you know, a half prot, half ret paladin kind of thing where you kind of divvy up your talent points into different trees. Ooh, that so, could be tricky. I don't know. Yeah. You don't want to have a bunch of jacks of all trades running around, you know? Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, it's like, you know, maybe maybe those hybrid ones won't be great for like, you know, high end game content, but for for questing or for certain PvP situations or even certain like, you know, PvE situations, if you want to like, you're a damage dealer, if you're a tank, but you know, you you have really good healers, so you want to put more points into your ret talent tree to get some more damage output. Like that's something that wasn't possible before, but maybe it is now. So I think the amount of customization uh, is, is really exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I'm seeing here that the UI is going to be different. I guess this is just a nice little cosmetic change. Yeah, so they're revamping the UI. So the UI hasn't really changed at all since the original World of Warcraft. So uh, 2004. Yeah, so they're making it a lot more modular uh, and more customizable, I would say, actually, where you can move around things. You can move your action buttons to be closer to your character. Same thing with they they, they, they made the, the mini map you can move around to anywhere on the screen, which is really nice. I think my biggest problem right now with the current UI is because with bigger monitors, it's so hard to see all the important information um, within like your eyesight. You know, my, like my health is in the top left corner, my my cooldowns in the bottom of my screen uh yeah i remember stuff like, like that whenever you start playing the first thing you do is like install an add-on to be able to change all your entire ui essentially yeah yeah so, exactly so like make it more modernized is a little bit better mm-hmm. okay yeah what so else? that's not you a huge deal but... about the talents you want to go over do you think are there gonna be is there gonna be a new uh new class or anything in this expansion Yes, there will be. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah, the new okay. class looks really cool, too. Um, for talents, though, I would just say that, like I was saying, customization's huge. Uh, they're making it to where whenever you change specs, you can it, it'll change up the, the, the whatever talent you have loaded out. I do like it how you can have, like, it looks like an, almost an infinite number of different loadouts. So instead of having to go through, like, what I do is I change up my talents between bosses and raids. I can just have a different, I can have a loadout per boss if I wanted to get that, you know, detailed in my customization, which I think is really cool. Um, so, yeah, I'm super excited about the talent system. I, I think that's going to be a really good change for the game. Cool, cool. Okay, uh, I want to talk about this here. New playable racing class. Dractor Evoker. Apparently, it's the first ever playable race and class combo. So I'm guessing that means if you pick this race, you get the class immediately. It's like you can you don't choose a class. It's not like you can be a a paladin Dractor or a priest Dractor, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So their their thought process behind this is that essentially these dragons that are coming here, they don't really you know they don't function the same way as the rest of the world does, right? They have their own type of set of abilities and things like that. So it wouldn't really make sense to have a Drakthir hunter or something like that. Yeah. So they're, 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 they're their own class. Yeah. So their class is called the Evoker and it's a hybrid class. They have two specs just like the Demon Hunter does. So the Evoker has a, it has a ranged DPS and a ranged healing class a spec, I mean, and they were male which is really interesting. I think this is the only... Actually, no, that's not true, because the shamans are casters shamans that wear male. male. Yeah, but there, yeah. there's not a lot of male-wearing classes in the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's good. This is the first range DPS 
class that has been added to the game since vanilla wow so that's crazy what no way freaking monks monks aren't range not monks shamans 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 came with the game the base game what do you mean what what did you say again first range dps since vanilla yeah, this is the first range uh, class that they've added since the beginning of the game. You know game. why I was thinking? I'm thinking, I keep in my head, I'm seeing a Pandaren Shaman for some reason. <laughs> oh, and I think, I think that's because you have a Pandaren Shaman, don't you? No, I have a Dwarf Shaman. You have a Dwarf Shaman? Hmm, interesting. I don't know why in my head all I'm seeing is a Pandaren Shaman. What are you talking about? That was a Pandaren Shaman. Okay. I don't even know yeah. if Pandarens can, be, can even be shamans. I don't even know. Yeah, now, I'm like, now you're making me wonder. I think they can, but I could be wrong. Okay, so okay. First D, first range DPS since Vanilla. Okay. Yeah, so it's huge, huge deal to finally have a new range class. Uh, the really cool abilities. So they actually have a new kind of mechanic where you have to like press and hold down action keys. So it's not just tab targeting or AOE abilities, or like the Demon Hunter, they added a lot of like different movement type of combat. So in this one, if you see on the page I linked to you, if you go to the Drag the Evoker section and click on Empowered Abilities, you can kind of see what it looks like. But essentially, it's like this bar that pops up above your head. Kind of, kind of like in Lost Ark, you know what I mean? Where like a bar pops up above your head when yeah. you hold down an action button. And if you let go of it at the right time, you'll get some sort of damage boost or something like that, you know? Yeah, interesting. So, yeah, so it adds a bit new types of uh combat to wow which is very much needed that's really cool i think this class looks really fun because it's a hero class it starts at level uh 58 so if you ever want to like play an alt and don't want to level up from 1 to 60 which really isn't that big of a deal anymore you can play this class okay it's not big of a deal for you bro that's done it a dozen times uh, like, I if, mean, I, if so- i started playing right now there's no way in hell I'm starting at level one. He's like, no, I'm not doing this yet. It, it, they, no, they, no they shorten it so much in, in Shadowlands. It takes like probably eight hours to get to max level. Like not even trying. It takes eight hours. Uh, but I mean, I okay. Guess. I guess. Maybe. But this looks cool though. I'm looking at the, there's like a little video of what the abilities look like and all that. Mm-hmm. Be, I feel like it'd be weird to be playing a dragon class and I'm healing. <laughs> You're not going to see a lot of healers of these guys running around, I feel like. Yeah, it is interesting. They have, So they use the abilities of all the different dragon aspects. So I don't know if you remember this, the different dragon aspects. There's like the red, blue, black, and bronze. Um, I, the do, bronze I do not know this, though. Uh, do you remember the Caverns of Time in World of Warcraft? Yeah, I remember that. So that was, that was, those are the bronze dragons. And so the bronze dragons are, the control, are like the manipulators of time, right? So Caverns of Time is why they're in charge of it. Okay, yeah. So yeah. the the healing evokers, they control they do time stuff, so they do like timey wimey kind of things to like, you know, manipulate people's health, rewind time, make their healing go faster. And then they use the green f- dragon aspect. And the green dragon aspect is for healing. And then their damage ones are red, which are like very aggro intensive, a lot of AoE, quick burst damage abilities. And then they have the blue dragon flight for DPS as well, which are more like single target focused abilities so it's kind of interesting how they tried to evoke the different themes of all the different dragon flights or dragon aspects i keep getting that word mixed around dragon aspects into one type of class but i think that's really cool and i i'm i usually never super excited playing a new class mainly because i am the same way where i'm like that what i'm intrigued i am intrigued by this dragon class i'm not gonna yeah i'm super intrigued i i'm definitely gonna try it out especially after i play demon hunter and i'm like wow demon hunter is so much fun like I really 
one of my, one of my things I wish is that they would just go back and just completely revamp every new class, every class, because I feel like the new team is so good at designing classes from the ground up after seeing the demon hunter and seeing this class too. I'm like, dang, what would they do if they can go back and just redo everything? How many classes have been made since vanilla? So we have the death knight. We have, was there a new class in the burning crusade? What was that? Nope, there were no new classes. Okay, so we had Death Knight and, and Raph. Cataclysm, I don't think there was a new class. None, yeah. No. And then we had the Monks with, with Mist. Mm-hmm. And then now we have this. And then we had Demon Hunter and then this yeah. one. I already counted Demon Hunters. So there's only been four new classes. Yeah. Yeah, okay, not a lot. Not I mean, yeah. this game already has a lot of people are arguing that they shouldn't even add more classes, that they should add more specs, which what I are think you talking about. I, I think I that I, I, I like that the two newest classes have only had two specs. I think three specs per class is too much, personally. Um, even two yeah, specs, it's like two specs is OK if they're, if they're different roles like a tank and DPS. You know what I mean? When you have two DPS specs on a on a class, I feel like that just pressures people to playing whichever one does better damage, and then they get to they get less of a choice of like you know which one they have more fun with. I don't I don't know. It's, maybe that it's, maybe that's like a personal a, thing. That sounds like a problem for the balance team. Maybe don't make one do more damage than the other. Well, I mean, if there's if one doesn't do more damage than the other one, they, that just means they have the exact same abilities, and that's not fun either, you know. Then, well, then no, <laughs> You can definitely have different abilities and and do close to the same damage or I mean, not like close, yeah. But as long as if if there's any difference, there's going to be one that's at least a tiny bit better than the other one, even if it's I like guess. only for certain situations. You know what I mean? Yeah, if it's situational. Yeah, and that's mm. that's honestly the worst. It's wor- It's the worst thing whenever you play a class that's that has good that that all like warlocks have three DP- DPS specs. They're all good in different situations. You know what that means? You better learn how to play all three specs and you better be switching between specs per boss. Like yeah. that's the worst situation. Um, so yeah, that's why I'm like that. And that's why I like the demon hunter. Cause demon hunter have one DPS spec. No one's going to tell me to switch. I just play. <laughs> <laughs> I just play. DPS the game. Tank spec. Just, yeah. just come on out, do what you want to do. And that's it. Yeah. Exactly. I think two specs would be nice. It'd be weird. I mean, you can't do that for everybody. You got to have some classes that are all DPS. Like, What's a hunter gonna do? You're gonna start tanking all of a sudden? You know, it'd be kind of weird. Why not? I also don't like that like hunters are like also kind of melee now. I was never a huge fan of that. That was weird to me. Oh yeah, black people don't. All, all those survival hunter now is like super OP. It's, it's the it's the year of the spear. That's what people are saying. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, guess I don't I know. It, this is for someone like me. New classes and new races are like. Probably one of the biggest things that would attract me to like come back and try things out a little bit. Which is funny because you just said you don't like to level up, but I guess it's hard I'm to. Not, we're starting at fifty-eight. That's what I'm saying, Brigham. Like I'm not yeah. trying to start at one. Fifty-eight. <laughs> you start at fifty-eight. I get to play a new class. It's like a whole new game. It's like for like twenty levels. It's a new game. Uh, and it's, it's melee. Which actually, no, this is range. It's range. You, you yeah. prefer? You do you prefer, prefer melee, melee or range? I, mean, yeah. I prefer melee a little bit more, but it's been so long since I played range. For the last like two or three expansions, I played I played melee alone. Did you play a mage in Shadowlands? I tried it. It was fun. Yeah, I think. I mean, I didn't. Really... Get, I didn't get it to max level or anything though. You didn't even get to max level. I don't think so. I doubt it. Yeah, you. Yeah, you. You dropped out. What What was it about Shadowlands that that made you 
stop. Because I feel like that one versus all the other expansions, you quit the fastest. Yeah. Did I even get to a major? I definitely I didn't get to a raid. Nothing. I don't know. No, you didn't get to raid. Yeah. I think I was just tired. It just feel like it took me forever to get to max level. It, it was, was just so. Oh, that's what it was. Too many systems. I just didn't know what I was doing half the time. It was like too many things to like keep track of. There's like the covenant thing, and the covenant had like three things in there that I had to keep track of. That I I felt lost the entire expansion. And every time I talked to you, it was like, "What am I supposed to be doing?" You 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 would go off on these tangents about like, right, so you need to do this and do that. I'm like, <laughs> I feel like I need a PhD to play this freaking expansion. I don't understand half of these systems and how they're supposed to benefit me. And then it's one of those things where that compounded with my usual problems with WoW. It was just like, I can't do it. Let me just, I'm out. (laughs) I was like, I'm out. Yeah, that's been the biggest complaint. That's why I think we're going to see how this turns out because this expansion is the exact opposite. They've said, you know, we've heard people didn't like that, don't like all these new systems. So we're just going to revamp permanent systems. Which in one aspect is cool because hey, we get new things that we know we're keeping, but at the same time, there's no flashy new system on the back of the box. You know what I mean? Like we're kind of going through these yeah. things, and like this, this seems cool, but at the same time, it's just kind of like it's more wow. You know what I mean? None of it, yeah, none of it is really. Some of it is pretty game changing, but none of, I don't feel like I have to relearn too many things. Yeah, there's is a that- saying out there: if you can't convince them, confuse them. Sometimes that's why I feel like the last expansion was like they couldn't convince us that it was good, so they just confused us with systems. Yeah, but but does this sound more appealing to you though? The the less number of systems. Yeah, a thousand percent. I think. Yeah. Two things right now: less systems and new class. That's really all. That's really all I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about this new class. Uh, like I kind I kind of want to try it out. Uh, I'm seeing there's new dungeons, new raids. Yeah. Definitely, for sure. Um, what else? What, I'm looking at these the thing games. I'm excited about. We haven't even talked about was the new profession, uh, um, the, pro- oh, yeah. the uh, professions revamp. I'm seeing. Uh, okay. okay, is this less of a part-time job? Breaking? That's all I need to know. Please. So yeah, professions are becoming much more of a thing. Where like, if you want to be known as a as a crafter, that can be like your thing to do. Like like you can just go full on into crafting and become like a master crafter. And that's like what you're known for, which I think is really cool. So essentially what that means is that there is going to be different specializations within a, within a profession. So if you remember back in classic, wow, I don't even, I didn't even know if you remember this back in the day, but there was like different, you can specialize in, in, in first aid or was like bandages versus like, uh, I forgot what the other, other, specialization was there's also two different types of specializations for engineering there was like gnome engineering and goblin engineering and you had to pick that's not yeah that's before my time i didn't do any of that okay so yeah they're they're bringing that back so you can specialize in one in a particular thing and then so that makes it to where you can make more niche objects um you can like get crafting armor so you can get armor that will like increase you know, make you a better crafter in terms of like making you gather things faster or making the, the things that you craft higher quality. And when I say higher quality, it could mean like higher item level gear or it could mean like the potions you make give you bigger stat boost. Um, also, all the soul bound crafting gear can be made for other people now. So what you can do is they're going to have a place. It's kind of like an auction house, but it's for work orders. 
So say you have all the math for something, but you don't have the profession learned. You can put out a work order saying, hey, I have all the mats or I have some of the mats. Can you make this? And I'll, I'll pay you like a commission for it. And people can pick up your work order, make it with the mats you provided. And then they'll get like you're that you'll they'll get that that commission that you offered and they can make you soul bound pieces. So like, you know, pieces that used to just be for like a like a engineer. They can make yeah, that piece yeah. for you. You know what I mean? And you can put out these right. workhorses to the public or you can put it out to the people within your guild or you can put it out to a specific friend. So it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you can be known in the guild as like the guy who makes engineering stuff and people just send you work orders and, you know, give you a little tip and you can make your money like that, which I think it's is really funny. cool. Yeah, it's funny because yeah, there are people in the game that they really do enjoy that aspect of the game, like the crafting, going out and gathering and stuff like that. And that is not me at all. And I, <laughs> that was one thing I've always hated that, like, you almost, everyone come on, almost had to do a little bit of profession to really be playing the game. You, you were obligated to do at least a little bit of it if you didn't want to be spending a ton of gold, which you need to do professions to make gold, essentially. So you kind of had to do it. And that's why I always say it's like, this is just a weird little part-time job slash runescape situation here and i'm like i don't want to i don't want to get on and play runescape <laughs> you know yeah so it's cool that you can just like it's a little bit easier but it sounds like you still have to go around and gather mats though so i don't know how much how much of that problem it solves for me yeah i mean it's not like for you you're not super into professions i feel like the amount of depth though it adds to professions will make you want to do it more like and more yeah. maybe not like go out of your way but it'll make you want to have a gathering profession so at the very least Maybe you, you can't make the stuff on your own, but you can get the materials to get someone else to make it for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think there's so many times wherever I want I want flasks, but you know my friends aren't online. I'm just too lazy to go ask somebody, so I just buy off the auction house. Now, I'm just going to put an order in my guild, and I'm sure people in my guild will just do it for free. You know what I mean? Like If I provide the mats, they'll just make it for me kind of thing, and I'll do the same yeah, for them. Yeah. And so I think that's a really nice quality of life feature that will help me save gold, hopefully long term. And and also too, like the thing I hated the most about professions is that a lot of times the materials sell more than the actual product that you make from them. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, yeah you notice that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's always been like that. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's like, well, now I can just do work orders and I don't have to worry about doing this math in my head of like, okay, wait, if I buy the materials and craft it, will I be actually making money or losing money? Like I can just work, focus on doing work orders with other people's stuff and make gold. So I, I think like it's really that. cool. This is honestly the thing I'm most excited about, to be honest. Yeah, it's like those silver bars are always more expensive than like a random silver armor you can make. Yeah, exactly. It's so dumb. The armor armor gets outscaled instantly as soon as you go into the world, unless you're like a really high level like engineer or, you know, armor master or whatever it's called. I don't remember. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, so it'd be cool that you can make like substantial gear through mats and stuff and people can just do it for you. Yeah. Yeah, and so I guess the, the the overall theme, like I was saying, of this expansion is back to the basics, revamping permanent, making permanent changes to the game. Um, this is just like the systems. Like they've talked a little bit about how they may look into personal loot, you know, maybe bringing back master loot or some sort of collect, you know, group looting system. Um, they've talked about Mythic Plus. I don't know if you heard about this, but they're adding a season four to Shadowlands, and in season four of World of Warcraft. They're making it to where all the three raids of Shadowlands are going to be viable. Like they're bringing them up to current item level. So you can do any one of the three three raids. 
and they're adding like a special affix to them to make it like a little bit different and more difficult. And they're actually going to make some of the Mythic Plus dungeons from Warlords of Draenor. They're going to revamp them to make a Mythic for Mythic Plus. So like, you know what I mean? Like they're, they're doing more stuff with older content, which is another thing that I think is really important too to keep the whole world alive is like utilize old content for stuff. So I, I guess I'm just trying to say that, wow, it's going in a good direction. And I'm like really excited to see what Back they do in the future. Back to the roots, dude. Making WoW great again. Look at that. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and if it doesn't work uh, out, we still got a uh, new world. <laughs> we still, no, we still have Wrath of the Lich King uh, Classic, which is also yeah. announced. Yeah, uh, I didn't even forget about that. Freaking. Yeah. I, what do you think about, about that? I'm thinking about giving that a shot. I don't know. It, it hasn't been that long since we played Wrath. How long has it been? Oh my god, it's been over 10 years. No way. That game came out in like 2009. Jeez Louise, dude. Raffle Lich King, that's 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 my home right there. That's my beginning of WoW. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited too. And I'm really glad they're giving they're letting you buy a boost to to 68 or whatever. Or to 60. No, to 70. Because the max level is 80 in, in Wrath. So you can boost to 70, just jump right in. You know something they mentioned I'm really frustrated about? and maybe I'm in the minority on this, is that they are not going to be adding a looking for dungeon tool to Wrath of the Lich King Classic. Oh, really? Oh, what? That's annoying. Yeah, they, they said that just because, even though that was in Wrath, because the community is so, they're so hardcore. Like, you know, the, the classic community, dude, is on a whole other level. Like, that's all, like, the neck beers, right? Like, nobody's playing classic WoW unless, like, you don't have a life. And Freaking so, <laughs> those Suffering people, in classic WoW, yeah. Yeah, and those people do not like anything that makes the game easier. Like any, anything that, that ruins like social connections and, and, and removes the need to be social. And so I, I kind of have a feeling they're going to revert on that because I have seen a lot of people online be like, hey, I actually want Looking for Dungeon. <laughs> I was super excited about Looking for Dungeon just because it makes leveling up so much easier. Like, yeah, so those I don't know Those dungeons are so much fun. I remember having a ton of fun in those dungeons. I wonder Me too. If- Maybe if I go back, I'll definitely try to tank them because I think I, I think I was still playing my hundred back then. Yeah, I, you I were. That's the thing too. Is like, do I want to play my mage to relive my my old memories, or do I want to try something different? I don't. I, I don't like, know. I feel yet. like I try something different. I'd either do a, I had to do a tank and, and or just do just do a mage run or something. I don't know something completely. Yeah, different. I might do but a priest. Just, yeah. We'll see. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that game too. Yeah, it's. I tried to get into classic. I got to like level. I think. 30 and i quit i try to get into burning crusade i i got to like 62 <laughs> started at 58 got to 62 so i don't know we'll see what happens with wrath but i, I but if i remember right wrath was actually where the game got like playable like in my opinion you know what i mean i did not yeah i did not enjoy burning crusade at all like i leveled i obviously i like sped level through it because raffle's already out when i was playing the game and I remember just going through Burning Crusade. And I'm just like, this place sucks. It's so depressing. And it's like, I agree. All I the all too. the areas were just ugly and just like this. I don't know. I just was not happy anywhere in that place. And the dungeons were like super interact, like uninteractive. Ah, just rough, rough expansion. Like nothing about Burning Crusade brings me joy. I think the one thing yeah. I remember from Burning Crusade was. Going through the dark, going through the dark portal, and like seeing the skybox of like the Northern Lights kind of thing in Hellfire Peninsula, like that was cool. It was cool to go somewhere. Like you felt like you earned the right to be there after after leveling from one to sixty. How long that took, yeah. but there, 
yeah, but there wasn't anything fun about it. But Wrath, I remember the quests were actually good. Like there were like variation of different quests. They had yeah. they had vehicle quests for they the first vehicles. time. I think that was the first time. Yeah. Yeah. So the the zones were super cool. The, again, the dungeons were really good. Um, the Death Knight class was was definitely OP. I mean, but that's, that's normal. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Glasses. Well, and the, and the raids were accessible too. Remember, like. I couldn't like back in the day in Burning Crusade, if you wanted to raid, you had to do this a whole attunement quest. You had to go like run the same dungeon like 10 times to get a piece of gear so you can even get into Karazhan. Like, but yeah, Wrath of the Lich King made it so much more accessible. Like getting into Nax and the different difficulty modes too. They had the four four different difficulties. You had 10 men, 10 men heroic, 25 men, 25 men heroic. So like it, it made yeah. yeah, the game was, I think, at its peak and in, in Wrath Lish King, so I'm very oh, yeah, I think a lot of people that. agree that Wrath was probably probably the best of them. So we'll yeah. see. Might be a little trip down memory lane. Yeah, maybe but, maybe we get the whole game back together for Wrath. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, anything else on the uh, new expansions? I mean, <laughs> we go over this every year, man. It's like it comes out the announcement. I'm looking. I was like, man, this is some cool stuff <laughs> but we'll see I mean, if it actually yeah. like holds on to me for like more than a month when, when's the, when's the estimated release date no release date which probably means next year i'm assu- i'm assuming um february or march of next year isn't it usually in the fall am i, am I um, here? they usually do it in the fall um but i think they're behind i think they would have liked to get it out this year but in like november but but at the same time, I mean, there's no new systems. They're just revamping existing systems. So maybe maybe they'll be able that's, to get out faster. If it was going to come out this year, there's no way they wouldn't have given us a date. That's or true. Or at least, yeah. a, at least a time frame. Mm-hmm. Holiday season, you know, something like that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And in fact, they gave us a date for Wrath. I think I don't think they'll, they'll put out Wrath in the same time as this one. And Wrath comes out this year, most likely fall. So... Yeah, that's true next year. But yeah, we have time. I mean, come on. At the end of the day, like, the thing about WoW, it doesn't matter how bad the game is, it's fun for the first two months. You know what I mean? It's yeah, fun usually, to get in there, see yeah. new content, level up. It's like, they'll, they'll at least give you enough that you you feel like you, you get your money's worth. Like, you get a $60 game, you know? You at yeah. least get, like, 15 to 20 hours, probably more, of gameplay out of an expansion. Unless you absolutely hate it and you just like get off of it after just one playthrough, well, like one sit mm-hmm. down. But yeah, I mean, I got, I mean, I played the last one for two or three months, I think. It was a while. Yeah. And just think this expansion, once you get to max level, you don't have to worry about getting your renown up. Don't have to worry about unlocking your soul binds. You don't have to worry about getting your artifact power. You don't have to worry about this, this is all uh, this stuff. getting this your legendary <laughs> piece of gear. You know what I mean? <laughs> like all that, all that homework is gone. I guess the question is though, is that with all that gone, what do we do? Will, will people get bored? Like, will there yeah. be things to do? Like, I don't know. That's that's another question too. Like, will people complain that there's nothing to do in the game? Uh, you can never make them happy, dude. <laughs> never make them happy. All right. Well, I think I think that's that's enough wild talk for me, Bergam. I don't know about yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 plenty for me too. But yeah, this is this is fun. We'll see. We'll keep uh, the world updated, and uh, I'm sure Bergam will be keeping me updated on all of this. We'll see when it comes out, and uh, I am I am like I'm like sixty percent convinced that I'll try it out. 
<laughs> you know, you know, that's actually like about forty percent more than I thought you would be at. So that's, that's good. That's good to hear. I just love new games. Okay, I just like, I just, I'm, I'm an addict. She's like a new game. Uh, I might hate it, but I might give it a shot anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're playing Elder Ring right now, so I bet any game's looking pretty good at this oh point. Oh my like, gosh, Dude, I wow. was actually thinking about this the other day. I was just like, is there a new easy game coming out anytime soon? <laughs> I need a palate cle- I need a palate cleanser because yeah. I'm not playing anything besides Elder Ring right now. And sometimes I'll just like play games of League just to like, oh, I just need to calm down. So my hands get all sweaty uh, playing Elder Ring. Jeez. You need to play. You need to play Psychonauts so we can talk about that game. We'll look into it. Yeah. I don't know. All right. It's on, it's on Game well, Pass for PC. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, if you enjoyed the show, give us a follow on your podcast listening app of choice and on Twitter at BasementGaming9. And please share the show with your gamer friends. That being said, see y'all next time. Peace. Peace.